Hey, welcome to the first episode of Your Leadership Mentor. My goal here is to help you lead yourself, your family, and your business so that you can build the life of your dreams and do the work that you feel most called to do in the world. I am your host, Dr. Chris Stevens, and today we'll be learning about leading while struggling. This is something that as leaders we all face, and we can face this in our personal life, in our health, in our time management. We can face this at work. We can face this among our family. Have you ever been in the position where you felt successful in certain areas of your life, but not in others? I think back to some of the mistakes that I've made in the past, and I can remember uh, spending long, long hours at work because that is where I felt um, successful. That is where I felt like people um, knew me, respected me. Um, And as a result, I didn't spend much time with the people that really mattered the most, which was my own family. And the goal of this podcast episode in particular is to acknowledge that as leaders, we all struggle in certain areas. Let's be honest. The balance that we have to keep in order to be successful in all areas of life, the balance that we have to maintain in order to win at work and succeed at life, it does not come easily. This is something that has to be extremely intentional. And if we could compartmentalize our work, our health, our finances, and our family, leadership would be so much easier. But Life just doesn't work like that. Not only is what we do complex, but also we battle inner thoughts of doubt and inadequacy. We, we fight off imposter syndrome. So how are we supposed to show up consistently when our own troubles are taking up all of the real estate in our mind? That's where I wanted to share with you a story this week that has really impacted me. And I've read this story many times, but it's not been until recently that I've really been able to uncover all of the components of this that, uh, that has, has really opened my eyes to the solution for being able to lead when you actually feel like you're just on the struggle bus. Have you ever had that happen where people were depending on you, they needed you to show up, They needed you to be there consistently, but you just kept letting them down simply because you, you were, you were avoiding things. I've learned that procrastination oftentimes is not a sign of laziness as much as it is a way to uh, handle stress. Whenever we get stressed, one of the first things that we do is we, we tend to avoid certain things especially those things that are uncertain to us. We put off the things that we feel the uh, lesser confident about, and we spend more time doing those things which require little effort from us just so that we can get that, um, that, that hit of just feeling successful, feeling like we did something okay. We just want to avoid those other things at all costs. But leadership doesn't allow us the luxury of being able to pick and choose what things we engage in and what we don't. As leaders, we're servants. And our job is to serve people where they are 
and help them with their needs. And oftentimes that forces us to be in very uncomfortable positions. The story that I'm going to share with you today comes out of the book of 2 Kings, out of the Bible, chapter 4, and it's talking about uh, a particular widow woman who was going through an extremely hard time in her life. As you can imagine, living back in this day and age was something um, it looked quite a bit different from, from the things that we have here today. Most of the time, these things, you relied on family to be able to get through um, all of the tragedies that might unfold in your life and the difficulties that you'd have to face. In this particular story, we find a, a woman whose husband had just died. And whenever he died, he left behind a ton of debt that had not been paid off yet. No sooner had this woman buried her husband than the creditor showed up at her door demanding payment. And whenever she looked him in the eyes and told him that she didn't have the money, they, they looked around to see what things of value that the woman actually possessed. And when they looked into the corner of the room and saw two young children, they immediately saw value in that. And they threatened the woman that they were going to take her two children into slavery if she didn't pay. Well, now we have this woman who has, her world has just been completely flipped upside down in, in a matter of days. Her husband has passed away. Their source of income has disappeared. Now her children are about to be ripped from her. Everything that you can imagine in her world just came crashing down. But her kids needed her. They needed her to find a way to lead. And that's what I love particularly about this story. The prophet Elisha was passing by, and he stopped to check on her and, and found out about all the troubles that she was having. And he walked up to her and he asked her one very important question. And I'm going to give you a series of three questions today that are going to be the keys to allowing you to be able to lead while struggling. The first question that he asked her was, what do you already have? So much of the times, the very things that we're trying to solve in our life, I'm, I've really discovered that we're sitting around waiting for the answer to come when oftentimes God has already given us the very thing that we need to get through this situation. And the prophet looked at her and he said, what do you have in the house? And she turned around and she responded to him, nothing. And isn't that our normal response when it feels like our life has been turned upside down and everything is heading in the wrong direction? Our marriage is on the rocks. The kids are going crazy. Our finances are struggling. Work is demanding more and more. We're, we're starting to be, be pulled at our very extreme. And when somebody comes up and says, hey, do you have just another minute? Our thought is, I have nothing left in me. But the longer she thought about it, the more she realized that she did have something sitting inside the house. And so when she responded nothing, the very next words out of her mouth were, except for a little jar of oil. Now this little jar of oil doesn't seem to be much, does it? Doesn't seem to be worth even mentioning. And there's so many things in our life that we have um, overlooked. Gifts and talents intelligence and opportunities that God has given us that we've taken for granted over time. 
And so we're waiting on someone else to come in and save the day whenever God has already equipped us with the very thing that we need to get through this tragedy in our life. And so when he asks, what do you have? And at first she says nothing, but then she remembers that one little thing that maybe she was taken for granted, and she just happens to mention it. I've got this little jar of oil in the house. Then the prophet goes and takes her to the second thing that I want you to hear today. Who do you already know? You see, the prophet told her, he said, I want you to go to all of your neighbors, and I want you to ask them to give you every empty vessel that they can give you. This was the other thing that I realized in my life is that oftentimes I chose to remain lonely in my leadership positions. There are many people in my life, and I'm sure yours as well, that God has placed there and would be more than happy to help us out if all we did was turn around and ask. More than happy to be able to give back to us after all the things that we've done for them in their life. But no one wants to just come out and, and offer. That that would seem awkward. That would be, you know, weird for them. Maybe, maybe they don't want to, uh, you know, be nosy or putting their nose in, in your business. But oftentimes it's our pride that keeps us from receiving the blessing that God wants to give us because our blessings usually come through the hands of others. So if you're struggling today, in your leadership because you're struggling also in your personal life and you're trying to find a way to be consistent in all of those, remember, what do you already have? Who do you already know? And after she visited her neighbors and she gathered up all these vessels, she brought them back into the house. And I can imagine just vessels just filling up the room. Every piece of, uh, uh, of surface area that you can find in there, every shelf, every table, every part of the floor, just filled with these empty vessels. And in her hand, she holds that little jar of oil that she had overlooked for so long. And the scripture here says that they turned around and they shut the door behind them. And I got to tell you that there's many times that whenever I've been struggling in my leadership, that I've had to turn around and shut the door on all the outsiders. I've had to close the door to all of the experts who are online trying to tell me uh, what I need to be doing, but it only ends up being a reminder of how poorly I'm performing. I've had to shut the door on all the friends and family who had ideas of what I really should be doing when I knew I was doing what God had called me to do. I had to shut the door to all the outside noise And then I found a vessel and then began to pour. And the scripture says that she began to pour out her little jar of oil into a vessel. And miraculously, as she continued to pour, the vessel began to fill up. So much so that she couldn't pour any more into it. So she went on to the next vessel, began to pour into it. And the oil just kept flowing. And this, my friends, is where I really need you to hear me. Oftentimes, the very problems that you're trying to solve will only resolve themselves as you begin to try to help others with what they're going through. It's in these moments 
that we find ourselves really finding a real piece of truth in Scripture. It's in showing up for others that we see our own problems get resolved. One of the things that the enemy will try to always do is to isolate you from others. He'll try to get you so focused in on all the problems that you have that you'll begin to just turn inward. That you'll become ashamed of the things that you're struggling with. You become embarrassed. Shouldn't I be farther along at this age? Shouldn't I have this figured out by now? But it's in these moments where you begin to take, you shut the door behind you, you begin to take what gift you have, whatever that little gift is, it may seem so insignificant, but you find a vessel and you begin to pour yourself out into them. You begin to serve them, to realize that your life is made more, made up of more things than just God serving you, but he's placed you here to be the answer to someone else's prayer. And so as this widow woman began pouring, the more she poured, the more it flowed. And I need you to think about this for a second, because really and truly, that has been the experience of my life, that I could really, I'm an introvert by nature, and I could easily just sit here and and (laughs) just disappear. I could sit here and just completely uh, become ingrained in my own mind and and entrenched in all all my own thoughts. But what good would that be? If I didn't have this lesson ingrained in my heart, I wouldn't be able to offer this podcast to you. I wouldn't be able to offer free resources to you. But it's because I'm choosing to pour myself out that I'm finding renewed joy, renewed energy, and a renewed sense of calling. The second thing that I want you to understand about this little idea of the more you pour, the more it flows, is that we all have a capacity for giving and receiving. Once the widow woman ended up filling up the last vessel that she had in her room, the Bible says that the oil stopped flowing. And see, each and every one of us have a capacity for giving and receiving. And for this woman... That's represented by the number of vessels that she was able to get. You see, our ability to receive the blessing that God has for us is significantly correlated to the amount of giving that we're willing to do. Some of us are okay giving. Some of us are great about serving others, terrible about receiving. And I want to challenge you today. Had the woman not first received from others those empty vessels, she would never have been able to pour herself out into them. You see, we must be able to give from a full cup. We must be able to serve others after we have first been filled. And it's from our filling that we're able to give without feeling depleted or insignificant. So, I want to encourage you today that if you've been struggling with your leadership in any way, if you've been challenged with with feeling like you're an imposter, like you just don't belong here, like you don't have it all together, well you're in good you're in good company because none of us here have it all figured out. But I can tell you this much 
that if you will just continue to pour yourself out in every opportunity that God opens up to you, you'll find the very answer that you're looking for. I know it was nice and short today, but again, this is just episode one. And I really hope that you guys will hit that subscribe button and continue to follow along. And each week, I hope to come to you with lessons that I've learned in leadership, things that will help you become a better parent, things that will help you become a better person, a better leader at your work. These are the, uh, um, the lessons that I've had to learn sometimes the hard way. But thanks to the, to the in, ingenious, uh, thanks to technology, I guess I'll say, um, you don't have to learn those the hard way. You can learn them directly from here. So I'm going to end up, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep you in my prayers. And I want to challenge you, if this did speak to you in some way, please follow me on social media and reach out to me and let me know. You can follow me on any platform. It's at Dr. Chris Stevens 7, the number 7, at Dr. Chris Stevens 7. And I would love to get on there and begin to have a conversation with you. Um, with that being said, I hope you all are having a great week. I pray blessings over you and that your leadership would continue to improve, not only in your personal life, but also with your family and with your job. Everyone have a great week. Hey, what if I told you that your time management issues have nothing to do with your calendar, your to-do list, or the amount of work that's on your plate? Let's be honest, if any of these were the actual problem, you would have already found the app, the book, or the tool to enable you to have the work-life balance that you desire. What if you've been doing it all wrong? You see, I'm a big believer that no matter what role, position, or office that you hold, we can all win at work and succeed in life. And that's why I've created the Work and Home Balance Guide. In it, I'll teach you the secret behind how to gain a productive mindset, how to accomplish the right things, why what you've been doing may actually be adding hours to your week, and what you can do to take control of your days again. You can get your copy completely free simply by going to my website at csconsultingsolutions.org or by following the link in my bio on any social media platform. You can always find me at Dr. Chris Stevens 7 on all your favorite social medias. Be sure to get your free copy of the Work and Home Balance Guide today and let's start reclaiming the clock.